here's the story about cheese, please. If you like your music silly, gonna get what you need. Celebs who thought they could sing crazy remakes and kids tunes. Nothing Seacrest would play anywhere else. These songs would be teased, but we love them for their quirks. And so will you on cheese, please. Cheese, please. Oh, yeah, it's cheese, please. Cheese, please. In color. Here are your hosts, Snarf Dude and Daffodil. And welcome once again to the bunker for another edition of Cheese Fleas. My name is Snarf Dude. And I'm Daffodil. Daffodil. And it's a great name because yeah. it's Daffodil Time. Yes, it is. And not only that, it's Easter Daffodil. You get me some chocolate, right? Some chocolate bunnies? Come well, on. Yeah, come on. Yeah. I, I know. Maybe. I know I got some for you. I went down to the general store just down for the bunker here, and they had a big deal on Easter candy. And I got some for me, but I got some for you too. I got you some jelly it's beans. Easter. I got you jelly beans. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. That's good. And it's Easter. And it's all about bunnies and chocolate and fun stuff. As a matter of fact, we're going to play some music from an album I found deep down in the bunker called A First Easter Record for Children. So we're going to have an Easter 1950 style. How's that, Daffodil? That actually sounds kind of fun. We got George Clooney's aunt. She was a big deal in the 50s, but you know, before George was big, and now George is big, and now everyone forgets about her. So we're going to play some songs from George Clooney's aunt, Rosemary Clooney, a little later on, as well as one of the um, Honeymooners, a big show back in the 1950s. Okay. Art Carney coming up a little later on. But we're starting off the show this week. You've probably heard it somewhere over the last 70-odd years. Depending on how old you are. The Singing Cowboy, he was called in the movies in that Gene Autry was big in the late 1940s, early 1950s. And for some crazy reason, I don't know, he decided to record an Easter song. Or two. Or three. Or four. Hey, he did even Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yes, he's more well-known for that. Yeah, but he did an Easter song called Peter Cottontail. Right here on... It is cheese, please. Here comes Peter Cottontail Hopping down the bunny trail Hippity-hopping Easter's on its way Bringing every girl and boy Baskets full of Easter joy Things to make your Easter bright and gay He's got jelly beans for Tommy Colored eggs for Sister Sue There's an orchid for your mommy And an Easter bonnet too Oh, here comes Peter Cottontail Hopping down the bunny trail Hippity hoppity happy Easter day
Here comes Peter Cottontail, hopping down the bunny trail. Hippity hopping, Easter's on its way. Try to do the things you should. Maybe if you're extra good, he'll roll lots of Easter eggs your way. You wake up on Easter morning and you know that he was there. When you find those chocolate bunnies that he's hiding everywhere. Oh, here comes Peter Cottontail, hopping down the bunny trail. Hippity hoppity happy Easter day. Hippity hoppity happy Easter day. All I can say was, oh my God, oh my God. Food cheese, ham and bear. store all day the children came noses pressed against a window pane spoke to Egbert but a lack Egbert cried because he couldn't answer back then all at once the clouds rolled by to let the sun shine through believe it or not it got so hot that Egbert split in two out Popped a baby chick, a teeny weeny little baby chick, and the children heard him say, Egbert wishes you a happy Easter day. back then all at once the clouds rolled by to let the sun shine through believe it or not it got so hot that Egbert split in two out popped a baby chick a teeny weeny little baby chick and the children heard him say Egbert wishes you a happy Easter day
Ladies with Rosemary Clooney, George's aunt. You know George Clooney, the actor guy? Yeah, there yes, we go. And, and Egbert, the, the Easter egg. And before that, Gene Autry, he sang Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. He also sang what you just heard, Peter Cottontail, on the show this week. My name is Starfdu. And I'm Daffodil, and we are definitely talking about Easter. Easter, Easter, Easter. Uh, Daffodil, I was thinking, you know, um, I, I can we have an Easter egg hunt outside the bunker? No. Why? Too cold. Well, not yet. Too snowy. Okay, fine. I, Too yucky. The only thing I could find in the bunker I could use are, are these water bottles. So maybe we could have a, like a water bottle hunt. No. And pretend they're Easter eggs. No. Oh, fine. Okay, you get some Easter egg information, though. Not, well, not so much Easter egg, but Easter bunny. Yes, tell me. Basically, the Easter bunny is thought to originate among the German Lutherians and the Easter hare. Easter hare. Yes. Originally, the Easter hare played the role of judge, evaluating whether children were good or disobedient in behavior during Easter season. So another. So he had a naughty or nice list, just like Santa Claus. <laughs> I was going to say he sounds like a lot like Santa Claus. What is? And it? then he would carry colored eggs in a basket and candy, and sometimes even toys to the homes of the children on the good list. Toys on Easter. I know. Again. Bunny Santa. Oh, <laughs> I think when Santa's not being Santa, he puts on a bunny suit and pretends to be the Easter Bunny. That That's could my be. I, I, you actually get toys on Easter? I used to get toys for Easter. Didn't you get toys for Easter? I used to get skipping ropes and chalk. Oh, I never did. And and a new summer outfit, a new springy outfit. To all, I got, all I got was chocolate. And then we would get chocolate, chocolate from the special... Every in my hometown that made fancy year. chocolate bunnies. Chocolate every year. We need to play more music. Oh, oh sorry. I, said, I was caught You're up. You're all into caught a, up in that yeah, chocolate yeah, problem. Sorry. <laughs> That's why I didn't buy you any chocolate. Uh, okay. We got Rosemary Clooney coming up again with, oh, my chocolate rabbit. I don't know if I can handle that one. Well, we're starting off with Mac Edward and the horse with the Easter bonnet. Right here on? It's an Easter cheese, please. This is the story of Josie the horse, the horse with the Easter bonnet. Clippity-clop, clippity-clop, clippity-clippity, clippity-clop. Josie the horse was harnessed to a carriage in Central Park. O'Flaherty was her driver who would drive around till dark. Josie was very hungry and her head was hanging low. The people would ride in other cabs cause Josie went so slow. Soon a lady came along wearing an Easter bonnet. The wind blew off the lady's hat and rolled it to Josie's feet. When Josie saw the tasty straw with all of the flowers on it, Josie said, my lunch, my lunch. And Josie began to eat. O'Flaherty grabbed the hat away and put it on Josie's head. Josie looked so proud and gay, just like a thoroughbred. When people saw the lovely sight, they stood in the line till dark. To hire the horse with the Easter hat for a ride in Central Park. <laughs> 
Josie the horse was harnessed to a carriage in Central Park. O'Flaherty was her driver who would drive around till dark. Josie was very hungry and her head was hanging low. The people would ride in other cabs cause Josie went so slow. Soon a lady came along wearing an Easter bonnet. The wind blew off the lady's hat and rolled it to Josie's feet. When Josie saw the tasty straw with all of the flowers on it, Josie said, my lunch, my lunch. And Josie began to eat. Oh, Flaherty grabbed the hat away and put it on Josie's head. Josie looked so proud and gay, just like a thoroughbred. When people saw the lovely sight, they stood in the line till dark to hire the horse with the Easter hat for a ride in Central Park. This is the end of the tale of the horse, the horse with the Easter bonnet. Clippity-clop, clippity-clop, clippity-clippity-clippity-clop, clippity-clop, clippity-clop. We rescued these records from your weird uncle's basement. Cheese, please. I got a brand new Easter outfit, a coat and hat and all the rest. But there was one thing more from the candy store that I really loved the best. I got a chocolate rabbit for a special treat. A great big chocolate rabbit, sweet enough to eat. So I ate his ears on Sunday, his nose I finished Monday. And Tuesday I nibbled on his feet. I ate his tail on Wednesday. Thursday I kept on, by Friday he was going, Saturday he was gone. Oh, I loved my chocolate rabbit from the moment that he came. And if I get another one, I love him just the same. Tuesday I nibbled on his feet 
kept on By Friday he was going Saturday he was gone Oh, I loved my chocolate rabbit From the moment that he came And if I get another one I love him just the same Cheese Please with Rosemary Clooney Being a little sadistic there I always eat my bunnies from the ears down. Oh, boy, my chocolate rabbit. We want to emphasize the word chocolate because otherwise it's just... Um, Gruesome. Yeah. yeah. This it's, isn't a Halloween show. It's an Easter show. Well, I don't know. It could be a horror Easter, you know, the way she was talking there. She was so pleasant in actually saying that. Everybody eats their bunnies from the ears down. Really? Yes. Oh, I, I can't say I actually really thought about it in many years because of my chocolate trauma, as I mentioned earlier. Yes. Oh. No chocolate for you this year. Well, 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 I, that doesn't mean I don't want chocolate, Daffodil. You're talking about the trauma that's caused to you by chocolate. That, to me, implies you don't want chocolate. Why I bought you jelly beans. Well, that was when and I was... And marshmallow bunnies. That was when I was a kid because, you know, I may talk about it, but talking about it makes me go through it and actually sort of come to terms with it. So now I'm okay in eating chocolate. All right. How's that? Okay, I will accept the quickness that you move through your trauma. And before that, we had Mac, Edward, and the horse with the Easter bonnet. As you can probably figure out, folks, we're focusing on Easter. Yes. Right right here on Cheese Please. My name is Snarf Dude. And I'm Daffodil, and this is your wacky, warped, and the weird dose of Easter music. Yes. From from the the 1950s. Exactly. From one album that I'm about to look at right now to get the title. And it's a first Easter record for children. There was many first Easter records back in the 1950s. But this is one of them. With all this delightful stuff from the 1950s, all your typical organ sounds and... Just plain cheesy. We like it. Yes, exactly. And we're going to continue with a couple more songs. We got Art Carney coming up shortly. He was famous from The Honeymooners back in the 1950s, a big television show. Google it if you want to know more. That's all I get to say. And he's going to sing what? Flip, Mop, Cotton, and Pete. He sort of talks it a bit, too, and he sings a little bit. Okay, and starting off? And you thought, I should mention, you thought the... Chocolate was sadistic. Eh, some of this 50 stuff is a little crazy. But we're starting off with Gene Autry again and the funny little bunny right here on... It's a cheese, please, Easter. The funny little bunny with a powder puff tail. There was a little bunny who lived down the lane and his home in an old log rail. With his little pink nose and his long white ears, the funny little bunny with a powder puff tail. He woke one morning and his mama said, now take this yellow pail of Easter eggs to the boys and girls, you funny little bunny with a powder puff tail. But on his way, a big bad wolf leaped from the side of the trail. He snapped at the bunny with his long white teeth, but all he got was the powder puff tail. Away he ran to the children's house as fast as he could sail. And the big bad wolf was fooled again by the funny little bunny with a powder puff tail. 
Now the funny little bunny lives safe and sound in his home in the holler rail. And he sits and he paints on his Easter eggs, the funny little bunny with a powder puff tail. The big bad wolf can't bother him, he's grown too old and frail. No longer can he harm our pal, the funny little bunny with a powder puff tail. So every Easter the bunny can go to the home of the girlies and boys. He takes them lots of Easter eggs to fill their hearts with Easter joys. Now the funny little bunnies all gather round to hear him tell the tale of the way he fooled the big bad wolf, the funny little bunny with a powder puff tail. The funny little bunny with a powder puff tail. The wacky, the walk, and the weird. The wacky, the weird, the walk. <laughs> I like that one. Wacky, the walk, and the weird. Cheese, please. Once upon a time, there were four little rabbits named Flopsy, Mopsy, Cocktail, and Peter. But the friends all call them Flop, Mop, Cotton, and Pete. The four little rabbits lived with their mother, a very fine lady whose name was Mrs. Rabbit, in a hole in the wall of McGregor's vegetable garden. Now, Mr. McGregor was always hungry because he didn't like vegetables. What he did like better than anything else was a nice fat rabbit in a nice brown pie. In fact, that's what happened to Mr. Rabbit, the father of Flopsy, Mopsy, Cottontail, and Peter. Farmer McGregor caught him in his garden and baked him in a pie without even asking Mr. Rabbit for his side of the story. Early one morning, Mrs. Rabbit called Flopsy, Mopsy, Cottontail, and Peter. She counted all of their ears. Because it was so much easier than counting their noses. Which were very small and always moving. And she said, yes, she said. Oh, this is what she said. Go play in the fields. Go play in the woods. While I go out to shop. But never go into McGregor's garden or you'll end up like your pop. Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail joined in the chorus. For they were good little rabbits. And off they ran to gather blackberries. Even though they didn't like blackberries much. But Peter hopped right into McGregor's garden. and picked himself a bunch of radishes and celery. First he took a bite of celery, and then he took a bite of radish, and then he took a bite of celery and radish. It was very noisy. Meanwhile, Farmer McGregor ran over to the celery patch, and when he saw Peter, he waved his hoe and he said, Yes, he said. He waved his hoe and said, A rabbit I see is stealing from me. He thinks he's very smart. 
He's too small for a pie, I think, but just right for a tart. Away Peter ran as fast as he could, with Farmer McGregor right behind him. And just as he was about to escape, a button on his blue coat got caught on a gooseberry bush. As Farmer McGregor reached for him, Peter slipped out of his coat and ran away again. Peter ran to the tool shed and hid in a can of water. But he sneezed. And Mr. McGregor almost caught him again. Then Peter ran to the garden gate and squeezed out. Peter ran and ran and ran. And he ran and he ran and he ran. Till he fell into the hole in the garden wall where he lived. Hi, Flop. Hi, Mop. Hi, Cotton, said Peter. But old Mrs. Rabbit put him right to bed without his supper, and then she said, oh, she said, yes, she said, this is what his mother said. You went in the garden, you almost got caught, and you made your mother cry. Oh, mother, said Peter, I'm very sorry, but at least I'm not a pie. Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail joined in the chorus. For they were good little rabbits. And after that, so was Peter. Jeez, please. Oh, boy. Pete was pretty bad there. Yes, Flopsy, Mopsy, Cottontail, and Peter Rabbit. And with Art Carney and Mal, his paw was turned into a pie. That's I, what happens when the farmer catches you oh, stealing out of his garden. Oh, man, it's just the, the concept of that in children's stuff back in the 1950s. Quite a difference today, I'm sure. And before that, we had Gene Autry and Funny Little Bunny. Maybe I can eat his chocolate ears. He's not chocolate either. Oh, well, I'm just tied up into we'll that. We'll get you a chocolate rabbit. Don't I, worry. I, I got over that whole chocolate thing. I want some jelly beans, and uh, maybe I can throw out uh, some water bottles in the back lawn of the bunker and search for them, because I don't have any Easter eggs. I never, ever liked the whole concept of an egg hunt anyway. Oh, okay. Anyway, until next week, folks, we're ending off our Easter salute with Pearl Ives and Mr. Rabbit. Until next week, folks. Have fun, stay cheesy, come back next week. I am 100% sure there will be shenanigans. Here, here, Mr. Rabbit. I want to talk to you. Mr. Rabbit, Mr. Rabbit, your coat's mighty gray. Yes, bless God, it's made that way. Every little soul must shine, shine. Every little soul must shine, shine. Mr. Rabbit, Mr. Rabbit, your ears are mighty long. Yes, bless God, they're put on wrong. Every little soul must shine, shine. Every little soul must shine, shine. Mr. Rabbit, Mr. Rabbit, your ears are mighty thin. Yes, bless God, they're splitting the wind. Every little soul must shine, shine. Every little soul must shine, shine. Mr. Rabbit, Mr. Rabbit, your eyes are mighty red. 
Yes, bless God, I'm almost dead. Every little soul must shine, shine. Every little soul must shine, shine. Cheese, please. Your weekly sample of the wacky, the warped, and the weird was produced by Snarf Dude and Daffodil, but was originally created by Snarf Dude and Moondog for Scottsdale and Productions. Drop by the website anytime online at www.chezepleze.com. I'm Uncle Skeeter inviting you back next week as we help to spread the cheese. <laughs>